This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with a guy named Joey Arena from a band called Outlier. Third time on the show. I just said two. Third time on the show. Let's go. Before we get the show started, I do want to remind everyone to please hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube. You can check us out on all audio podcasting platforms. I want to thank Pantheon Podcast Network. Also, my producer who's not here, and I'm not even going to thank Kyler because she's not here, and I'm not thanking her anyways for that. But I will thank you, Diego, and I will thank you, Mr. Joey Arena. You know, third time on the show, and I don't know if I've ever asked you this before, and you don't have to say it, Arena can't be your real last name, dude. 100%. Did I did I ask you that before? Um, I don't know. I get asked like quite often, so I'm not sure who asked me, but I, I I'm pretty used to it now. Dude, cuz it's just so fitting. Dude, I I never I, I I never realized I had such a stage name until um I went to get a car maybe about like 15 years ago and my buddy of like 10 years, you know, did was no fucking stranger. And uh, he goes, uh, hey, give me your license. I got to run it, you know, to pull your credit. He looks at it and he goes, holy shit, your last name really is Arena? And I'm like, hey, how long have we known each other? Like, are you, what's up? So I'm like, yes, this is really my name. I never changed it. My family was like an arranged marriage from Italy. Like, it's all, it's authentic, Arena. Hopefully it means I was born for stardom. I highly doubt it, though. It's taking I'm going to change my name to Sebastian Amphitheater. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got, a, yeah. I got a, like a, a group chat with my buddies, and the, the whole running joke is um, – so they called me Joey Stadiums. So that was like – so they, they heard they heard the song, and my buddy Ricky like literally texted group chat today. He goes, yo, Joey Stadium's new song sounds fucking amazing. Congratulations, bro. And I'm just like – and it's so normal now. It's not even funny. It's like it's like one of those stupid jokes like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like if I didn't say the first time, but then it's like you're over it. We used to say, "Dude, you kill you." It's it's done. The right, joke right. is done. It's like a dad yeah. joke. Like I, dude, I, I'm gonna tell you, my kids, 
sometimes they don't like it because I always say, not always, but often, we're at a grocery store, we're leaving the house, and I'll say, let's make like a fart and blow this hole. <laughs> but like, it was funny like the first time, but I, I probably said like a hundred times. And it's not funny anymore, but I still say it because I'm, I'm their dad, I'm allowed to. But yeah, if I say to someone new, I get the same reaction that Joey just gave me, where they kind of laugh a little bit. But if I yep. said it like three more times, you'd be like, all right, man. Ha, ha, ha. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the favorite one has got to be, I'm hungry. And mine are young, so they don't really get it, but they're catching on now. I'm, now I'm dad, I'm hungry. Hi, I'm dad. That's My dad used to do to me. It pissed me off. So I, I catch myself doing it, and I just shake my head. I'm like, that's right. That's right. I'm going to put my new balances on, mow the yard. You know where I'd be. I would say dad, dad jokes are fun, man. You got to they like, they're they good are. every now and then. That's a good one. Even Even if it's like, you're not gonna not smile. Even you may not laugh, but you're just gonna go, dude. Come right. on, bro. Yeah, you're still gonna give the smile. So since we're on the dad thing, uh, Joe, I don't even know if you have any kids or not, but but uh, Diego and I do. And my dad used to always tell me this. I'd get something to wear, and it's not even about me. We're talking to you. We're gonna get to you in a second, okay? But it's my. I want to hear show. about you. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm your so, producer so, today. So, I'm your producer today. I, I, I like I, it. All right, I like that. Hell I yeah. like that. So, so, so uh, I'd get like a new outfit or like a, a piercing or like a tattoo, and you know, as a kid, you're always looking for that. You know, your father's approval, and you'd be like, "Hey, Dad, do you like this?" And you know what he would say to me? Do you like it? Cause that's all that really matters. And I'd be like, I don't want you to say that dude. I want you to say that you like it. But I do that to my kids all the time. My daughter's like, Hey dad, you like this? Do you like it? Cause if well, you like it, that's all that matters. That beats the last thing my dad said to me. He told me he's going to get smokes. <laughs> that's it's a douche. Got another one. And there it is. Oh man. Shows off the rails three minutes in. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about your new song Heartless that came out yesterday. Okay. Then we're gonna talk about Octane, but first let's talk about Heartless. That song, what is the meaning of this? Now we kind of know I've been briefed on it, but in your own words, what does the song mean to you? Um the the song, it's funny because uh it's it's about my ex. Um, but it's funny to talk about now. And I told her this, like, um, because after two years of like absolutely hating her guts, um, I finally let go of that anger, um, because I realized it was doing more harm than good to me. It was actually stunting me from getting in a new relationship. It was just like, even though I didn't want to be with her, I still was just like, I was, I literally joined the human woman haters club. And I just, I was like, you know, you all are the devil. I just don't want anything to do with any of you. And That's it's it. like, so like I would have like, uh, you know, these, you know, some awesome girls come in my life and I would be like, Hey, you know, I don't want a relationship. I just got out of one. I'm like super anti that. And then, you know, you get some girls that are like, it's okay. I, you know, I'm just here to, you know, whatever, have a good time. And that's it. So you're like, Oh, okay. Okay. I was transparent. That's fine. And then I, what ends up happening is, you know, emotions can, come about as you get to know somebody and some there was girls that you know I don't know if they thought they could like open my mind up to a relationship even though I was not in a good place to do that um you know I, I really I really communicated it but uh it, it's it's funny to talk about like before I dive into it because there's, there's so many layers to this whole thing um my ex and I are friends now so you know 
just putting that out there. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, when I write this, uh, this press release, I got to, you know, this is me two years ago, three years ago now. I mean, we're, we're, we're cool now. Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now it's like saying, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you're apologizing <laughs> before you say something because you know, she's going to hear it. And like, just so you know, it's like, it's, it's, because, but, but is that genuine? Is that, is that, is that genuine? Because it's still your feelings. Maybe it was two years ago. You still came out with it. Right. So it's almost yeah. like saying it's not, it's not, it's not you. It's me. That's not right. But apologizing before you fuck up is what, is what you're doing in a sense. Right. Right. Well, so it, it's definitely, it's definitely genuine and it's not so much of like me fucking up, but it's like, Hey, I know we're in a different place now. Everything's cool, but I'm kind of going to smear you without smearing you. So it's kind of like, it's like, it's like, you know, somebody who's like a, you know, was a friend of yours, but you're going to knock him the fuck out. And you're like, listen, man, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to do it with love though. So how are you going to take this punch is kind of up to you. So yeah. it, it it was, it's just like, a, you know, she's aware of it. She's honestly, a, she's her favorite song. She like actually loves the song. And um, it's been a really good, it's a weird fucking dynamic. I've never been really friends with my exes, especially my one and only fucking abusive, crazy ass relationship. Um, That's the one you wrote the song about? Yeah, man. And you guys yeah. are friends and you like crazy. Ab- Dude, wow. it, it's, it's a weird thing, man, because I, I don't. In the like, so in the dynamic of every relationship, right? Choose, I don't, choose, choose your words wisely. She might see this. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. So uh, it, it, it's like, and it's funny because the interviews are starting to happen. I had one last night, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to kind of choreograph something good here because I might have said too much last night. Just, so, do, we, do we do we need a minute for you to gather your thoughts? Do we need a minute for you to gather your thoughts? No, I mean, I'm pretty candid, you know, it's, it's kind of like it's the authentic part of me. You know how I am, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. I don't got, I don't got that filter shit. So I, I think, um, I mean, she knows cause I I've had open words with her. I've, I've communicated this with her that like, you know, you, you kind of like, you fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? She was coming out of a marriage. I was like a little bit of a, you know, I guess a playboy at the time. So we got into a really weird, you know, position and it was kind of more or less like, you know, not going to lie, like openly stating it was very, the foundation was more sexual than anything. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like we had a foundation of trust. We didn't get together on good terms and like both at good points of our lives. In fact, it could not have been the worst fucking dynamic. Um, And, you know, like I had never been with a, you know, a woman that was like married. I mean, we are the same age, but I never been with that. You know what I'm saying? And so she's got a lot of baggage she's bringing over and, you know, they had their own fucking problems, and I won't even dive into that because that's like we that's don't have enough, shit. we yeah. don't got enough time for that shit either. <laughs> but um, over time, she unfortunately was so used to one type of relationship, and she thought that that's what it is. So she brought a lot of shit into the relationship with me, and yeah. I never experienced it with her. And I'm talking like I never had a girl put their hands on me. I'll just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you hear about it randomly, but of course, because we're guys, you know, like, Oh, that's not, yeah, a, yeah. That's not a yep. thing, you know? So it's yep. like, it, it got weird. It really got weird for me. I, I never experienced something like that before. Um, it was verbally just fucking dude. I'm not going to lie, bro. It got like almost emasculating. You know what I'm saying? To a lot. Like it, it almost tears you down and you start questioning yourself and it becomes such a vicious cycle 
because you're like subjected to it all the time. And I got, I was in such, I let it like almost beat me down. And then the worst thing in my entire life happened during this relationship. And as like year two, I'm kind of like, like the first year was like, whatever. It was chaos, but it was fine. You got enough energy in it. Year two, it was like beating, 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 beating. And then my grandmother, who pretty much raised me, died. Mm. So I, I never in my entire life um, had ever experienced depression in my entire life. I, I can simply say that, you know, you have moments of sadness or whatever. I never had depression. Dude, It that that loss was so significant. It fucked me up. I could not get out of bed for a long time. Um, like the highlight of my day was getting up to take a shower just to get back in bed. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, I tried to force myself, uh, to go to the gym cause I love the gym. And, um, I, there was no amount of caffeine in the world that can get me in that gym. So I would drive there, sit in the parking lot, you know, turn up the most fucking obnoxious death metal I could find and whatever could, that could get my adrenaline pumping. And there was nothing. So um, I would just drive back home, get back in bed. And it just became these baby steps of whatever. Um, but you kind of, that point, I remained in the relationship for a few years. And it was not out of wanting to be in the relationship, but it was because my entire world had been like taken from me. And I felt almost uh, like there, like, I don't know, man. I Like the only way I could explain it is I felt like the earth had been removed from under my feet. And I was just floating in space for like, two years, uh, uh, like additional in this relationship, but I was numb. And when something so significant is removed from you, you're almost, you're almost bulletproof at that point. It's like, it's like, you know, you, you don't care. It, you don't care anymore. You don't yeah. care, dude. Yeah. Whatever somebody says to you, it doesn't matter. You, you can, you can fucking hit me. You can fucking mouth off and like, you know, say the most fucked up things in the world to me. It doesn't matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then, so she's going out, you know what I'm saying? And like, doing God knows what till all hours of the night. Like I, I didn't care, bro. Like in my brain, she, you know, you, you could have fucking four thumbs. You could have, you go to a brothel. I didn't feel anything. I was numb. And what happened was eventually there was a tipping point where, you know, the, it got like a heated argument that it was like, you know, uh, her saying she was done with me and all this. And that, that was always the thing. It was always like she was done, but then she calls me 20 minutes later. Please don't go. Come back. And oh, that's probably, fucking mind games, dude. Dude, it was. That is fucking mind games. Uh, go ahead. No, no, man. You're, you're absolutely right, dude. It, it was, uh, I'm telling you, dude, it was, it was just chaos, manipulation, narcissism. Um, but it was so fucked. And she was so, it was so normal for her. And I almost, and then I, when she said it the last time I said, all right, I'm holding you to it. I'm going to make you eat your words. I'm fucking done. And that was it, man. I took a trip with my boy to LA and then I came back and we slept in different rooms until our lease was up. And then we both signed new leases and got the fuck out. And that's what happened. And for two years, dude, I hated her. But what was insane is that she got back with her husband a few months later, a couple months later. And I'm hearing it from everybody. And meanwhile, she probably, she probably at least would definitely leave you alone after this. If she was bothering you, dude, dude, I, I literally said it to like, cause it was, it was mutual friends. Cause like in Rochester, it's, it's a smaller city. I mean, you all, some of us and, and her and I kind of ran in similar circles. And uh, so 
the people that are telling me were, you know, sources that were friends with both of them. And she's like denying it to me. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like I always said, like, you know, like I, I lost my self-worth. I, I said, I'm just temporary. I'm helping you get through your fucking marriage. And like, I was so fucking aware of it, but that, that was like what I opened my, I attracted that bullshit. Cause I, I didn't think much of myself at that point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I allowed it to happen. Um, my therapist, well, my grief counselor, cause I'm, I'm in grief counseling cause I fucking absolutely need it. And, um, she said to me, it was like, you were walking into a pit of fire knowing you were going to get burned, but that's why you, you did it though, because you knew the outcome. So here's the dark twisted shit of it all. Other relationships because of my upbringing. And like I said, it's such a deep fucking thing, man. It could be hours of discussing like how much no, we're going to be, we're going to be on here longer than 30 minutes. I already can tell. So continue <laughs> with your story, please. No, this is, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in dude. Like chapter right. two, let's go. All right. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, sorry if I'm like boring you guys. No, 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 shit. I'm not bored at all. Um, this is like the first time I've actually really honestly talked about this, especially publicly. Like when I, when I talked about it last night, it was nowhere near the depth of this. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so you, you kind of, uh, it, her shitty marriage leaked a bunch of shit in our relationship. Then I walked away from our relationship thinking that that was fucking normal even though I knew it was wrong, it became so normalized that I didn't want to be with anybody because I knew I was like this. I became like, so in the bridge it's that, that fuck before that breakdown hits, I said, I've become like, I become the monster and that one line, you know, and then the bridge lyrics are so like all the lyrics, the song is the most personal work yet. Um, it was the best way to explain how hollow I felt, how, uh, like, you know, like this animal that was like, don't fucking touch me. Don't come near me because I don't know what I'm capable of at this point right now. And like, I'm it just, again, so it was like, you know, like I said in my, um, I'm sure Shauna sent it to you, but it was like, you know, they say hurt people, hurt people. She brought her shit in. Then it falls on me. Then I take it. And then I hurt somebody else just because I didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And I was so, I was so cold and cut off to, you know, removed from that. And then, you know, God only knows what happened with them after, but like, it almost becomes this, like this virus, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, I don't know, man, it was fucked up manipulation. So I, I I think a lot of guys can relate to stuff like this. I was in a relationship before where it was to me, it felt looking back on it now. And it took a while for me to see that it was manipulation and you get used to that manipulation and it's almost comfortable to go back to because you're used to it, but it's almost safe because you know what it's like, it's like women that get abused. They get beat by their husbands, right? Why do you go back to him? Because they know what's going to happen. Right. It's almost like they get used to it to where it becomes home. It's, it's sad to say, but I had to go to counseling and my counselor told me, you know, you got to cut that off. I was at the point though, when we first broke up, dude, I, like my dick didn't work. For like a couple months. And then I would see her and I'm not even attracted to her. And it was like, all of a sudden, there's a fucking boner. And I'm like, why does my dick work? I don't even like you right yep. now. Right, you know right, right. Yeah, you become robotic and, and comfortability is probably the biggest thing too. It's just like, like you say, you know, you know how today's going to end. It's comfortability. It allows you to go 
you know, if you're working a 12 hour shift, you know, you're going to get bitched at anyway. So you're going to maybe work 13 hours today, but you're going to be back home. Like, yes, it's a vicious. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. When your dick doesn't work, you know, that's emotion. What they say in, in the, the Asian emotional Yo. damage or whatever the hell they say. Emotional, emotional damage. damage, bro. Yeah. 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 That is a fucking thing. And I got such a fucking bone to pick with society because of the way they fucking want to scrutinize men because they instill it in women's brains. I mean, dude, you guys remember health class. Men oh, think yeah. about sex every four seconds. So we, they, everybody thinks we're, we're just these walking hard-ons that have no emotions because that's what yep. society tells them. And then, you know, yep. it's like, oh, you know, we got to rub some dirt on it. Be men. Don't. I mean, I don't talk about my emotions. I am now open to doing this because of two years of therapy. But um, it, which is why I'm, I'm using it in my best work now yeah. because, honestly, that's my journal. My, my music's my journal now. Before this... I, I like would teeter it a little bit, like, but I would never tell the truth though. In like the press releases, I would be like, "Oh, this was like, this was about toxic relationships. I didn't experience it, but this about those things." Right. And like, yeah, this yeah. Is what I've heard, this is what I heard about, you know. But now it's yeah. like, no, th- these are the things I experienced. You're growing as a musician. Yeah. And because you're growing, you become more comfortable talking about things because people like real. People like. Yeah. When somebody else is real and they're explaining their true feelings. My question is, you currently do have a girlfriend, correct? Uh, yes, I do. Yep. Okay. So is she upset that you're talking about this? Nope. Okay. Nope. Because sometimes, you know, because that that she's a, she's a, she's good for you then, right? Sure. She lets you express what you want to express. And right. most people probably wouldn't ask that question because a lot of times women would be like, why don't you write a song about me? What about what right. about the love you have for me? Oh, oh, oh she she does say that. But but and, that, and that's that, and that's common. But and I'll say this, and, and I'm sure you probably said this. Maybe if you haven't, if not, I'll defend it, and I'll say it's easier to write about something that hurts you than to write about something that you care about. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so yeah. that would be that would be the reason why uh, Heartless is Heartless played on Octane currently. Um, so it was played the first day, um, like four or five times. I don't know since then I've not gotten like a, an update we get like, um, so what I'll do is I'll get like a weekly update, like a seven day media base update. Um, I, the only thing that I get in between all of that is like what station adds it. You know what I'm saying? So right now, like I just got New Jersey, um, uh, 105.5. I, I can't remember. So one of the stations in Jersey already picked it up, which is dope. So Usually radio has a very delayed response as well. So I won't know territories like it'll take like two weeks before they kind of start trickling in a little bit. And that becomes like, oh, this is what we're being played and what's happening. But um, yeah, so as far as Octane goes, I don't know. I'm going to have to get like a seven day update and I'll let you know. The first time you got the first time you were on the show, I forgot what song you're promoting, loved it. And it wasn't much long after that. I wound up hearing it on Octane. And of course, I was like, "This guy was on my podcast. Check it out." You know, like trying yeah. to look cool. I was trying to look cool, and uh, and, and and well, no, it was, just, it, was just, it was neat. Now, this song "Heartless" is a little bit of a softer song, and I want I want to play it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick sponsored break. I'm gonna play the song, and then I ask you a question, and I want to see how you answer it. So, stay tuned. We're gonna take a sponsored break. Come right back right after that with uh the song heartless from outlier 
Left a black hole inside of my chest now man let's let's switch positions here uh uh diego his phone is not connecting so he did have to leave the show uh i call him in the middle of a break and his phone will not reconnect so he is is gone for the remainder of the show but we don't have a whole lot of time left anyways with you joey man i'm gonna go back a second before we get you out of here what was the pivot point 
if there was a pivot point in your life with your music career where you decided to write more heartfelt songs and care less about the bullshit or care less about what other people thought, what made you want to come out there emotionally with your music and talk about it publicly? Because you didn't do that before, but you're doing it now. I did it very mildly on the EP, right? So what doesn't kill you? Uh, it w- which is just le- like you kind of decide the outcome through hard times, how you're going to be. Are you going to let these things destroy you? Are they going to make you jaded? Are you going to come out better? Whatever. So the, the first EP was about overcoming. Um, all the singles that came out later, like after, were all more intense. Uh, there was a lot more emotion. Um, I, I had some like anger that I wanted to like unload um, like I said, I was getting out of, like I was in that relationship. I was getting out of the relationship, but there was also shit on top of it. So, um, I think really what, what started, what opened the door was therapy. And the reason being is because my therapist brought up a good thing. She goes, well, she goes, you're an artist. And, um, she goes, do you keep a journal? And I go, no, I don't really do that. I just, you know, I, I, and she, I'm like, why, what are you getting at? She goes, well, you, you write songs, you write music, you write lyrics. And I go, yeah. She goes, well, poets they write their thoughts down and pe- they become poems, you know? So right. um, she goes, and then you could feel the sadness and some of the saddest poems, you could feel the joy, the hope, you know, whatever, whatever they're trying to put down, you can read it in their words. And that's what people share. People relate to those things. She goes, you have a good chance, like a good, um, it, you, you just have a good outlet. And she's like, you know, you, you can write all of your emotions down. And then you can also share them with the world. And what you're doing now is you're releasing them. She goes, you're no longer carrying them. All these words, these things, these things that harbor and like they just they just fester in your brain. She goes, put them down and almost like send them out to sea. Let them just be done now. You're no longer carrying the weight of it all because it becomes, like I said, it's it becomes a heavy weight, you know. And um, so she, I was like, you know what? That actually makes sense. I'm going to do that. And she goes, and. She goes, you know, you are authentic and I think you need to pride yourself on authenticity, especially in a world like today where everything's about, it's just fake. You know, our world is like everything, dude, at TikTok yeah. from social medias, people are so, so fake. You, fucking you, fake dude. you can't even look at a picture of someone and assume you can look at a podcast, a video podcast like this on the audio. You can't tell, but on the video, you can see what someone looks like, but there's times people come on. I'm like, that is not what you look like. Right. On your social right. medias. I was watching South Park uh, the other night. It's all about your brand, your brand. Even if you're just a, a person, not even trying to be famous, you got a brand and you do, you, you, you're fake on platforms to build yourself up as this person. You're even, you're not even that person. Right. Why? What's the point of that? Just be fucking real. Cause when you meet someone, they're going to find that it's fake anyways. Yeah. It's yeah. Stupid. And, and, it's, and, and to me, see like that doesn't work for me because it's like, you're playing somebody you're not. So well, like, what does that say about you at the end of the day? How do you probably don't even really like yourself. Like you clearly have to be and portray somebody else. It, it's like, you know, that's got to get tiring almost to try to be somebody else. And, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I'm unapologetically myself and it gets me loved and hated, but you know what? Those that love me, they're fucking, they're amazing. They're diehards, you know? Yeah, so it's man. like, and I rather have like quality over quantity all day, bro. Everything. All day. With my people, with my friends, with my relationships, with my music. 
I, yeah, I could shit out more music. People are like, dude, you, why don't you put out music faster? It's like, everything's a piece of art, bro. I got to put as much of myself into everything. If I go just like shitting out art, you know, then you got filler content. And I, I try to like have everything be, you know, as close to some sort of a hit as possible for this band. Yeah. You know, have a podcast. Sometimes I do shows. I'm like, fuck that sucked, but I'm putting it out there anyways. But as, as a musician, right. you, you can, you can do that. You have the time to sit there and, and structure. You have the time to, to really consider what's released and what's not released. I got two producers that I've been working with the past month um, that I'm just I like I've lined up the arsenal, you know what I'm saying? And like these songs, I, I believe I personally believe I'm proud of them. You know, they're they're my best work yet. And uh, I can't wait to get them to the world. I promise myself that this is going to be the year of consistency. So we will be dropping a lot more music for sure. And uh, but everything still has to be well thought out and not just thrown to the wall. And you know what I'm saying? Not just like see what sticks type of mentality. Um, so like. Everything's going to be well thought out. All these songs, you know, they, they have a special place. Um, Heartless is very, very, um, I was, I've been most excited to release this one for a long time because um, the, the, the motion behind the song, like you said, it, it feels a little bit slower and stuff like that, but the intention behind it is literally what every day was blending into the next. It was like this droney feeling. So like everything was, it's just, down and dark and i wanted to i wanted to kind of put that in the music you know yeah. what I'm saying? like it's got to yeah. reflect um i mean i could have made it fast and made it like chaos but at the same time i didn't feel i felt more sadness and hollowness than i did of chaos i don't think the message would have been as well perceived if it was faster sure absolutely Honestly, yeah. it, because absolutely. because when it's a faster song usually it's a happier song or you feel the sadness yep of what your 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 emotions are and what you're saying when the song's slower. If you speed right. that up, it takes away from the reality of what you went through. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, no. No. I, and I, prom I promise. I was not saying. I, I was just used to the outlets kind of a little faster paced. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but I love, dude. I love me some slow country sometimes. Even I'm like, why do I like this song? Because sometimes I feel what they're saying. I feel the yep. lyrics. You know. Yeah. Jelly yep. Roll started doing some slow shit about. You know, when I pray to God, I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, you know, like I, you start feeling, you start feeling that stuff. Yep. I'm going to get you out of here in just a little bit. I sure. do want to say that it sucks. We could not go, which did not happen. The When We Were Hungry tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah when, not when we were young, when we were hungry. That was going to be fun. I want to hang out with you. I know, I think your girlfriend was going to come with you. We all want to have some beers and hang out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to buy you a couple shots. But, Hell yeah. you know, that never wound up going down last minute. We got the notice. So right. it was going to be in Vegas. But that would have been a, a great time. And that was right after you were on the second time on the show. Right. We did that. I do hope that one day you do come to Oklahoma mm -hmm. uh, and come and, 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 or Wichita, Kansas, because I work in Wichita, Kansas, live in Oklahoma City. Oh, weird, shit. Okay. Yeah, weird dynamic there. So Kansas, Oklahoma, I could probably try to make it out to one of those, one of those shows. Are you guys planning on any tours? Anytime soon, and shout out to your merch. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going out in July. Um, it's close to being finalized here. Uh, we we went through some transition business wise for the you know through the band. We uh, went from one booking agency to another. Um, so uh, our our new agent is awesome. She's working so hard around the clock. She's like submitting us for a lot of stuff, um, but also at the same time booking a tour. 
um, in July and we got other, other, other sections. So we're trying to go out from now until the end of the year, right? Like July into the end of the year. Um, but yeah, so we, I can't announce any dates right now at the moment here, but to answer your question, yes, we are going out. We do have tours. And now shout out your merchandise. Not, not a shout out to your merchandise, although shout out to your merchandise also, but right, go right. ahead and tell your website or where people can find your merch besides seeing you guys live and uh, playing a show. Oh yeah. So uh, outlier um, dot band merch and more. Um, it is printed uh, right out of Chicago area. It is fresh off the press print on demand uh, crack resistant ink. And you have a 30 day money day or money back guarantee. So uh, free, free shipping within the States. Um, yeah. Get yourself something fresh. I got, I made sure that there was like a, I used to have like a small clothing company back in the day. So I, I try to make our merchandise. I make our, most of our merch. Um, like I taught myself a little bit of graphic design work. I'm not good at it by any means, but it's enough to get by. But, uh, I, we've been, um, we've been doing well, but I, I, I create things that I think people would want to wear regardless if the band name is on it or not. You know what I'm saying? I try to have it sell itself almost versus like, Oh, outlier. I got to buy it because it says outlier. I want to, I want people to go, yo, that shirt's sick. I don't care who outlier is. I just want to wear it. So so and you are always a blast to have on the show, man. Such a fun dude. Good stories. I mean, you're just, you come real with it. So thank you for that. If you've never heard of outlier, make sure you check him out. If you're listening on audio and you've never heard him on my show before, know who they are. It's, O-V-T-L-I-E-R. Change that U to a V for outlier. And that's all the time we got. I want Joey, please stay right there till after the end of the outro. I want to thank all of our listeners that uh, listen to us. I want to thank my producer, Sam, who was not able to make it here today, but always makes the show better. Diego, who left the show. Kyler, I'm still not thanking you, but, but I still love you, girl. And I also want to thank Pantheon podcast network and our sponsors that's all the time we got joey stay right there peace out rock on and much love this is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic is this all talk with no action no is this my thoughts with distraction no is this what i bought that's in fashion or is this the loud spot with sebastian yes does nothing short of tragic have us back again yes does everything that good really have to end a big hope has to pimp show so to get more episodes make an order this is over it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points.
FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.